0: Well, that was the Irish musician, Van Morrison, Into the Mystic. Travel writer Belinda Jackson reckons it's a great time to visit Northern Ireland. Belfast is glowing with a huge arts, music and literature scene. and The whole country is compact but packs in some amazing experiences such as the Game of Thrones filming locations, the Giant's Causeway, more distilleries that you can poke a whiskey glass at, And 2023 is also the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday peace agreement. There's also a happening hotel scene with castle conversions, spa hotels set on historic sites and the new Grand Central Hotel, which is the tallest hotel on the island of Ireland and part of the Hastings Hotel Group. Luther Jackson caught up recently with Ewan McGrath of Hastings Hotels to hear the news from Belfast and surrounds.
1: So welcome to Travel Writers Radio, On.
0: Thank you so much. It's uh, great to have this opportunity. Thank you very much.
1: I've heard some amazing statistics about how popular Northern Ireland is with Australian visitors. Is that true?
2: Yeah, it's it, actually, in fact, it's our third biggest market into Northern Ireland. So we have... Great Britain and USA and the Australian market is number three for Northern Ireland and there's a great affiliation with Northern Ireland and a lot of Australians who come through and they just love coming to see those beautiful landscapes, explore the city and meet the people because really it's the people that um, are truly the unique people that we have there. They give their story, they give a real sense of pride of where they're from so Australians love to hear that story from people.
1: I was actually quite surprised about that being such a that we're number three on on the visitor ratios. What is there a we we have a great Australian uh, Irish Irish ancestry in Australia. Thirty percent of Australians claim some some form of Irish ancestry. Is that what's drawing us there? I mean, the stories are there, and but the physical link. Because when you think about you know everybody goes to London and you know talks about going to London, New York, Paris, Belfast. Generally, is not on that top list. Yet we just we can't get enough of it. Really.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it's a range of things to do. The great thing is that. It suits couples, it suits families, it suits those that are coming for incentive travel into Belfast. It really does take a lot of boxes from all those variations of genres of why people like to travel, whether it is for the arts, whether it's for food, whether it's for some of those museum experiences, history, heritage. There really is a lot of things to do. I mean. Belfast um, has so much to offer even just in the city centre. It's a real melting pot in terms of food and culinary experiences, walking tours, historical tours, quite a long time ago uh, away from the troubles of what really made the news for Northern Ireland I think um, during the 1960s and 70s into the early 80s or so and I think people really understand that Northern Ireland has something very unique to offer and you know we really are a destination that is off the beaten track. It is the undiscovered gem on the island of Ireland. But most of the clients that are coming to stay across our six properties are including another destination whether it be on the island of Ireland or on mainland GB because they're making that trip across and of course it's super super easy now to get across from Australia via the Middle East and then there's that direct flight from the Middle East into Dublin. So it certainly is a, a, an easy combo. In fact, actually, there is also that great route into London and then Belfast has two airports that are served by all of the various London airports plus the other UK regional airports. So we're super connected once you get into Europe.
1: And I know that a lot of Australians do like to do self-drive tours when they're on the island of Ireland. And I lived in Ireland years ago and I do remember that the, the highway between Dublin and Belfast was not really well not really a highway (laughs) so but having just driven it recently it's magnificent like it's a fantastic route connecting two great capital cities so it really is what the island deserved I think all of these years and that's such an easy drive up between the two is it I mean it's like 90 minutes or so you can connect between the two
2: Mm, yeah just 90 minutes or so from Dublin city centre right up into Belfast it's a very straight road there's no uh, I often joke with people that you don't even really have to touch the brake or change gear from moving from Dublin Airport to Belfast it's that straight it's that easy road.
1: It really it really is and when I stayed in Belfast I actually stayed at one of your hotels which is the Grand Central Hotel and that's also is it the newest hotel in your group?
2: It is yes and um, so it's right in the heart of Belfast City Centre our owners are a family group of owners it's uh, three uh, sisters and one brother and they're all at the helm of Hastings hotels so their father set up um Hastings hotels uh, almost 70 years ago or so and it was Sir William Hastings our founder and and late chairman who wanted to open up a brand new hotel in the city center of Belfast because he wanted it to be a real beacon for Belfast to show that we have this wonderful product to offer in uh, the city and he really wanted to make a statement and in um 2018, in June of 2018, we opened uh, that spectacular property. Sadly, he passed away six months before uh, the building and the hotel uh, was opened. But his his children are really at the centre point of, of what we do there. So Grand Central is the tallest building on the island of Ireland. It's got 300 bedrooms, was opened initially on graded, but last year was graded as a five-star hotel, which is an incredible achievement for 300 bedrooms right in the heart of the city centre, right beside Belfast City Hall, in the theatre district, beside the Lemon quarter. There's lots of great things to do once you uh, come into the Grand Central, and I think really the pièce de résistance with that hotel is the top floor observatory sky bar, so it's the most glorious views across Belfast, and remember... Belfast really is quite a compact city. You know, there's lots of things to see and do. You don't have to walk too far in order to get to somewhere or to experience something quite unique. And I just love that view from the observatory because it's got wonderful cocktails, an amazing afternoon tea experience there, and it just gives the greatest views over towards Titanic Belfast, over towards the harbour, towards Cave Hill, which is where Jonathan Swift, was inspired to write Gulliver's Travels from because of the shape of the mountain and the shape and the outline of the giant towards the mountains of Mourne and County Down. So you've got this real sense of an all-round view of the city and surrounding Northern Ireland from Grand Central. We're we're really, really proud to have such a a hotel in the city centre that is iconic um, there as well.
1: And I can vouch, well, I can vouch for the view and also the cocktails and looking out to those Mountains of Mourn, which of course were also inspired uh, C.S. Lewis with his Narnia series as well, another of one of the many writers who have have originated from Belfast and given us those really classic stories that have withstood hundreds of years of, of readers you know finding delight in them through through all that so um, so Grand Central is absolutely gorgeous also too if you in Belfast staying with that historic theme you too you have the Stormont as well which um, a, a four-star four hotel and I mean that's interesting you know as we've discussed we were actually having a chat before this conversation that it's the 25th anniversary of the signing of the peace agreement in Stormont House which is is it right beside the hotel is that right?
2: Yes absolutely so Stormont Hotel is our conference corporate property four star just 10 minutes outside of Belfast city centre and it's opposite Stormont Parliament buildings and that actually is the the White House I guess of Northern Ireland it just looks like the White House it's the It's the Northern Ireland Parliament. It's where the devolved government of Northern Ireland sits. And yes, uh, 1998, Good Friday, was when the Good Friday Belfast Agreement was signed. And that was really the start of peace and reconciliation in Northern Ireland, because we did go through all of those troubles all those years ago, during those 1960s and 70s and, and 80s. In fact, actually, Sir William Hastings Um, was opening and building hotels and extending hotels during the Troubles. And people really looked upon Hastings as this real um, visionary and had so much uh, resilience throughout it. In fact, the Europa Hotel, our four-star hotel in the city centre, it's named as the world famous because it has the reputation of being the most bombed hotel in the world right oh. up until the Hastings family purchased it in 1990s. And now actually I like to refer to it as the most uh, refurbished hotel in the world. It's a wonderful property and it's just undergone a £20 million uh, refurbishment program there. Uh, so that gives us great um, properties both in Belfast City. Um, But I think what's very special about Stormont Hotel is that it is just across the road from Stormont Estate, and it, it, it is a very much a property where you can just cross the road, walk through Stormont Estate, the gardens, and there's lots going on there between politicians arriving. In fact, actually just today, the British Prime Minister has arrived today with the, the ongoing discussions over Brexit and the, the protocol in Northern Ireland, and that's all happening just across the road from Stormont. So it's incredible the turnaround that Belfast has seen over the last 25 years since the signing of the peace agreement, and um, it's great to see that international tourism I visit over the last 10, 15, 20 years or so to Belfast to experience that world-class hospitality that the people of Belfast really just want to showcase now. You know, we are a destination, we are tourism friendly, we are a destination that really should be top of the list, and we're delighted to see that uh, continue. And there's lots of reasons that have helped accelerate that, not least the food and beverage scene that we have, but also the likes of Game of Thrones. You know, Game of Thrones was filmed in almost 30 locations throughout Northern Ireland. And that really has uh, just buffered that interest in Northern Ireland. And, of course, there's other screen tourism between Dungeons & Dragons. School of Good & Evil was filmed in Belfast and Northern Ireland. So uh, we're becoming a little bit of a Hollywood in Belfast.
1: Well, not to mention Derry Girls as well. And also the of Kenneth course. Brenner movie... Uh, titled Belfast, which was a, which is much more recent, uh, you know, really showed what it was like in that time. And I can imagine it would have been a really confronting time to, you know, and people would have thought you were crazy if you were building hotels at that point. And Stormont sounds amazing, you know. It's just really in that beating political heart. But then, if you go back to another area of. I mean, I don't want to define your hotels by the conflicts that have been had near them, but Culloden Estate, which is a spa as well, is uh, is out on the hills overlooking overlooking Belfast, which is one of one of Northern Ireland's top hotels, isn't it?
2: It is, yes. Uh, Culloden Estate and Spa, it's a gem. It is the jewel in the Hastings Crown. It's our flagship hotel. It's Northern Ireland's only uh, small luxury hotel and Northern Ireland's only virtuoso property. So they are two big um, stamps of approval in terms of the level of service that we're offering, the product, the style, and really that is, you know, that, that really sits within our visions and values as a as a family owned and family run hotel group. Yes, these are beautiful properties and they're, in terms of bricks and mortar, they're stunning, but it's the people inside and it's the warmth of the hospitality, it's the welcome, it's the personalization, it's getting to know the guests. I often say whenever I go into the Culloden Estate and Spa, which is just 10 minutes outside of the city centre of Belfast, and there's a nice little train that runs between Belfast and Cotrall, which is the area in which uh, the Culloden sat. And I love walking into the Bishop's Parlour. Um, The Culloden Estate and Spa was the home of the bishops um, of the Church of Ireland um, within the County of Down. And I love walking into that little Bishop's Parlour, and all I hear is the noise of staff talking to the guests sitting on the edge of the chair telling them where to go tomorrow and as you mentioned australians love to come and self-drive in northern ireland and across the island and i love it whenever i hear the staff say to the guests to go and get lost tomorrow because whenever you get lost you're going to come across these wonderful landscapes waterfalls beautiful pubs and restaurants places where only the locals go and i think really People expect to find those little gems off the beaten track, not on the usual tourist routes. And the Culloden, although it is the beautiful uh, five-star estate uh, in Northern Ireland, it's very much laid-back luxury, and that's how we want to really position the Culloden. It's beautifully palatial, it's very historical, it's very grand, and to look at it, it almost is almost overbearing to look at it, because it's just a beautiful Gothic Victorian style. But walking through the doors, it's the familiarity of the staff with the guests that just really sets it apart from many other properties that you can go to dinner and not have to get dressed up in our fine dining restaurant because we just want people to feel relaxed and at home and then just enjoy that great service that we have. And in fact, actually, the Culloden... Has continued to go under um, refurbishment over the last number of years. Um, we now sit with 98 rooms, beautiful espace bath, and we also have a little pub on the estate. So that's great for those guests that you know don't want that five-star fine dining experience all of the time. They can go to the Cultural Inn, which is a traditional little Irish pub that just sits at the foot of the estate and it's where you can go and meet the locals, enjoy a few drinks, have some great food and food is so 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 important to us at Hastings Hotels. Um, Our chairman um, Howard Hastings and his three sisters are so invested in food, and we believe that food isn't just about satisfying hunger, but about learning the journey of where that food has come from. So much so that we will only support local quality and seasonal producers across all of our hotel and um, food outlets. So that is meaning, for example, at breakfast, whenever guests are sitting, having their beautiful breakfast, they can read a little card that's on the table, there's a brochure, which tells guests where we source all of our food from. It's called, Who Made My Breakfast? And it's everything from the eggs, the bacon, the dairy products, everything like that. And um, we can actually arrange for you to go and visit some of those suppliers, visit some of those farms to meet those people who are the hands behind some of those uh, great products. In fact, actually, I love it whenever guests raise an eyebrow whenever they're having their porridge oatmeal in the morning and it comes with a little glass of Bushmills whiskey to enjoy with their porridge. Uh, That's a nice way to kick off the day, right? (laughs)
1: I've got to say, I when I was staying at the at the Grand Central and um, and the whiskey and porridge was on the breakfast buffet. I was like, "Hello, I must be in Northern Ireland because <laughs> I have never seen this anywhere else in the world." Which I I just loved it. Um, and if I wasn't driving, I would have definitely been. If I wasn't driving straight after breakfast, I definitely would have been uh, doing the whiskey on my porridge. I confess that that wasn't the only time that I had it. So a lovely tradition that I'm sure, that I'm very. Um, I'm happy to support in your in your food and wine. If you go onto the Culloden's, uh website, which is Kildon which Estate and Spa you'll see some of those gorgeous interiors, and they really are gorgeously grand. But then I'm actually really fascinated by the Balligali Castle, which is a 17th century castle further up toward the um, the Giant's Causeway. So you know that's open to all comers, isn't it?
2: It is. You know, it's a wonderful property. I mean, um, if you were to ask me. Um uh, what my favourite hotel is within our sixth property collection in Northern Ireland. Ballygally really does sit up there because it is that small 54 bedroom hotel on the coast halfway distance between Belfast and the Giant's Causeway, sat right on the Causeway Coastal Route, one of those top five driving routes within Europe. And it's a wonderful uh, property built back in 1625, built in a Scottish baronial style brick with beautiful turret Towers there and it's, it's a wonderful walled garden. It has a lot of history. It's home to the friendly ghost of the Causeway Coast. It's known as the Haunted Castle on the coast. Um, But uh, Lady Shaw is very friendly, I assure you. And uh, she has such a great story to tell. And you can go and visit her room there in uh, the tower of Ballygally Castle. uh, It's actually right in the heart of the Game of Thrones territory. And we have one of the Game of Thrones doors from uh, one of the series from the show. So the King's Road, which is called uh, the Dark Hedges, which is one of the locations from the Game of Thrones show filmed in Northern Ireland. And sadly, a few years ago, there was a little bit of a storm and a few of those trees fell but Tourism Northern Ireland uh, decided to to do something a little bit different with uh, some of those trees and they uh, employed the services of a local tradesman and they uh, crafted those doors to depict an image of one of the episodes from series of Game of Thrones and we're very lucky to have one of those doors of one of the episodes. For any of the Game of Thrones fans, it's certainly a stop um, for people to come and take photographs and see that, but it's on the door of our uh, garden room restaurant which is medieval in style Um, and it's again, great produce there. We grow some of the local Um, herbs and vegetables and that in the gardens and serve them up at the hotel i just love the hotel because as soon as you walk through the front doors you're on the beach you're literally sat right on the irish sea beach and uh, you've got that uh, beautiful breeze that blows there and uh, it's a nice place to just take a little stroll on the beach in the morning dip your toe in the water and uh, even partake in some of the water sports that are available there at uh, the castle you can hire some e-bikes and take a a cycle up the coast, head towards Glen Arm, go and visit Glen Arm, which is uh, the Lord O'Neills estate um, there. So it's 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 certainly um, it's certainly in the middle of a lot of things to do there on the Causeway Coast.
1: Well, you've got the Bushmills Distillery close by, and then you've got the the Rope Bridge as well there. I mean, you, you know, you, how far are you actually from the Giant's Causeway when you're at Ballygallic Castle? So,
2: Ballygallic Castle, you're about forty-five minutes. An hour or so, depending upon the route that you take and how uh, how lost you get along the coast, and how much you want to go and search for some of those uh, those glens of Antrim or some of those waterfalls. But it's very close by to uh, the Giant's Causeway, Carricka Reed Rope Bridge, Dunluce Castle, Bushmills Whiskey Distillery, and we have a really great um, company there who's based on on the Antrim coast, and um, they will arrange tours for our guests, whether it be a group tour or just a a couple and him um, so he is a, a third generation tour guide there and his great-grandfather was guiding on the giant causeway and causeway coast and he's really gone out of his way to figure out some new experiences that really um, are are they're, they're, they're not able to be found on Google for instance and it's things like going and tasting Bushmills whiskey on the National Trust Giants Causeway site or going to cross the Cargarit Bridge and uh, walk down into the Fisherman's Cottage. And people arrive there at the Fisherman's Cottage and think, oh, okay, this door's closed, it's locked. Oh. And the next thing, the tour guide has the key in his hand, opens up the door to the Fisherman's Cottage, which is where people would have fished for salmon all of those years ago. The fire's lit. And then there's a nice little taste of Bishma's Whiskey there and some local foods. And it really does just give a sense of place, but it just um, brings a sense of soul as well to both the tour guide and those that are visiting, and it just really connects them with the area. Because, as I mentioned at the very outset, it is about people. And I think the people um, make that authentic experience. It's the people that leave the lasting memories. And I often say, you know, people will never remember um, what you did for me, but people will always remember how you're made to feel. And I think the people of uh, Northern Ireland really do give that uh, that warm sense of, uh, of welcome and lasting memories. And people who are in and around the Jan's Causeway just have a real warmth about them that give that that real experience um, when they come up to the north coast. It's certainly somewhere where they're delighted to have included within the itinerary.
1: It sounds absolutely beautiful. I cannot wait to go back again because I touched just the surface. So um, you've sold me on everything, and, and, uh, and that wasn't very hard. I mean, you've got Game of Thrones, you've got ghosts, you've got great literary giants, you've got whiskey tasting in remote locations. It just sounds like an absolute dream. How can our listeners find out more about the Hastings Hotels?
2: Yeah, so um, hastingshotels.com is where each of our six hotels are listed and they all have uh, various websites there that you can click in through to, to figure out a little bit more about them or you can contact me directly I'm always available uh, to help and put together something for our clients
0: Bolida Jackson there with Ewan McGrath of Hastings Hotels in Northern Ireland